Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Everything Hoops podcast here on KRNU2. I'm your host Daniel Mahoney and on this episode I'm going to talk about Victor Wembanyama from France. Victor is the projected number one pick in the 2023 NBA draft so I'm going to talk about teams that have the highest chance of getting him in the lottery and how Victor would fit with those teams. So I hope you enjoy this episode. For the people that do not know who Victor Wembanyama Yama is he's a seven foot five big with a great handle can shoot from three defensively he's an incredible rim protector he has a wingspan around eight feet he is so versatile offensively defensively and I think he's going to translate so well in the NBA I think there's so many ways that you can utilize him I think he can help winning for any NBA organization so I'm personally excited for Victor I think he's going to be so great I think he's going to be a generational talent I think his game's going to translate even more to the NBA because the amount of space he's going to have in today's NBA. So I'm really excited for him. If you do not believe me, listen to what Giannis and LeBron James had to say about Victor Wembenyama. I've never seen this before in my life. It's crazy. I saw him up close. He was in the same team with my brother, okay. Kostas. Um, he's, he's taller than uh, Rudy Gobert. Wow. He's taller than Rudy Gobert, but... Uh, he can block shot like Rudy, but shoot like KD. I mean, that's 7-4 or 7-5 or 7-3, whatever the case may be. Um, his ability to put the ball on the floor, um, shoot step-back jumpers out of the post, step-back threes, catch-and-shoot threes, block shots. So the first team that I'm going to talk about that can get Victor is the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs come out of that mess with it. Johnson again. Oh. this one. The San Antonio Spurs have good young talent on this team. The problem is they don't have that guy that can become a superstar or a number one option on a championship team. That's where Victor comes in if they draft him. Now, the young talent that the Spurs have include Keldon Johnson, who's really good at finishing around the basket, super strong, finishes through contact well, has shown that he is a good three-point shooter. He's been struggling this year, hasn't been consistent from three. But I think the main thing that he's got to do to improve his game is become a better mid-range scorer because everything that he does is at the basket or from three. I think if he wants to take his game to the next level as a scorer, he needs to become a better mid-range shooter. Defensively is a problem. He's really bad defensively. He can become a good defender because of how athletic he is. He has good size. But in terms of staying in front of his man, communicating on defense, he struggles there. Next player is Devin Vassell, who I think is one of the more underrated young players in the league because of how good of a scorer I think he can become. He can move off the ball. He can score off handoffs. He can relocate. He's a good catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He has a nice mid-range game. He has a decent handle. That's not his biggest strength when it comes to scoring defensively this year he's also hasn't been good but he has shown in the past that he is a good defender I think he has all-star potential at least maybe make one or two 
Now, the Spurs had three first-round picks in the 2022 NBA Draft, and all of them are important pieces to their future as a team. First, you got Jeremy Sohan, the one with the most potential, because he's a six-foot eight wing that's a really good defender already he's a good passer that part of his game has translated really well now when it comes to Jeremy offensively he has made improvements one with his free throw because he started shooting free throws one-handed and he saw improvements so he has continued to shoot them with one hand he has had a couple good scoring games where he can show that he can create off the dribble a little bit, score in isolation, but that's not going to be a huge part of his game. He just needs to become a consistent three-point shooter. Then I will trust him on both sides of the ball. Now, rookie Malachi Branham, he had a bad start to his rookie year, mainly because he didn't get minutes. But in February, he averaged 17 points, shot 50% from the field, 38% from three. So he showed his potential. He's a good mid-range scorer. He's smooth. He doesn't really force anything offensively. Smart player, and he can hit catch-and-shoot threes. His problem, like everyone else on this team, is defensively. Then you got Blake Wesley from Notre Dame. He's good. He has shown some promise in his rookie year. He's athletic. He's quick. His jumper just needs to be more consistent. And on his drives, he needs to be more consistent with his finishing because sometimes when he attacks the basket, he's just out of control and he usually airballs layups. He struggles finishing. That's a problem that he has had in his rookie year. Zach Collins has been really good recently. He's around 25 years old. They traded away Jakob Pertl, so Zach Collins became the starting center. He can shoot threes. He's a solid inside finisher. He's good defensively, and he's a good passer. I don't know if he's a starter, but since he's a center, you don't have to worry about that because you can put Victor at the Five, Romeo Lankford, he's been good this year. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's been really good for them defensively. Trey Jones is a good point guard. He's a really good playmaker, and he's got a nice floater. So when it comes to Victor and the fit, I really like it because the Spurs do need that number one option. But as a team, the Spurs move the ball extremely well. They're very unselfish. I think Greg Popovich, once again, of course, he's a Hall of Fame coach, has done a great job coaching these young guys and making sure that they have structure offensively just the problem is they don't have talent and they don't hit a bunch of threes now with Victor you have that shot creator you have that guy that you can run pick and roll with Victor as the role man you can also be versatile and have Victor Wembenyama as the pick and roll ball handler and now when I think of lineups, I think the Spurs can do something like Jeremy Sohan at the one, Devin Vassell, Calden Johnson, Malachi Branham, and Victor Wembanyama. I think they can do something like that, have four wings, and then Victor at the center position. That's kind of what today's NBA is. Or if they're not confident that Victor is a center, then they can run Zach Collins at the five. Then that would put Malachi Branham on the 
bench probably, or if they feel like that lineup doesn't have enough playmaking, then they then they can start Trey Jones at the point guard position. I just feel like with Victor, they would have so many options. They would have so many ways to utilize him. They would have a lot of good lineups that they can run, but they would, of course, probably not be any good next year because their defense is so bad this Spurs team's defense is one of the worst defenses of all time because they're young they don't communicate they do not know how to rotate defensively their on-ball defense is really bad the only guys who move their feet well defensively are Jeremy Sohan and Romeo Lankford so if Victor becomes a spur I want to see their defense and I want to see improvement there Victor would probably make up for some of their defensive breakdowns but they're still going to be a bad defensive team next year in my opinion but I think they're going to be even more fun to watch with Victor of course because they move the ball so well and they're very unselfish now we got the Houston Rockets Jalen Green into the body of Val- and the thing with Houston is even though they are talented, people are worried about the culture, the coaching, which is all understandable. I think the first move is to fire Steven Silas because I don't think he's done a good job as a head coach. But this team still has promising young talent. They're athletic. And it starts with Jalen Green, their second pick in the 2021 NBA draft. He's super athletic. He can get to the rim really well he is a great not an efficient shot creator but he has shown promise as a shot creator he can make tough shots off the dribble he has shown that he can hit mid-range shots finish in the paint he can hit tough step back threes there's talent there Jalen Green does have promise and he has shown that next Kevin Porter Jr another talented young guard he has some shot creating ability he can hit step back jumpers dribble pull-ups he has a nice handle he is good but the problem with Kevin Porter Jr is consistency it's also body language like sometimes he doesn't even get back on defense he's so upset and frustrated and that just leaves to an easy layup that's not a good thing next is Jabari Smith Jr I like him and he has been playing better he's playing with more confidence that jumper is looking good he is taking advantage of his size and if he gets a mismatch he is scoring in the posts so I think he's doing a better job Alpern Sangoon I think is a very skilled big has a nice post-up game good footwork nice touch around the rim I like him even though he is limited defensively Kenyon Martin Jr one of the most athletic guys in the league and can shoot threes Tari Eason is a good rookie he's a good offensive rebounder he's shown that he can be a good defender and a good offensive player now the Houston Rockets some positives they are number one in offensive rebounds and I'm gonna be completely honest with you that's the only thing they're great at because they're really athletic and young so now on to the bad their offensive scheme is 
pretty bad. Basically no plays, no structure, no ball movement. If they do run plays, their plays are basically pick and roll and isolation plays. No plays that are getting Jalen Green moving off the ball because if he can, let's say, curl off a pin down, that can help him get downhill and attack the basket and get him an easy layup. So him moving off the ball can get him easier shots. They just don't run those types of sets. Now defensively, they overhelp a lot. That's why they give up the most threes in the NBA. They don't communicate defensively at all. They also really don't give much effort in transition. They don't get back on defense. And in the half court, they don't give good effort defensively. They're usually lazy. They get beat back door. It's a lot of bad things that are going on. And I think that starts with coaching. So I think if they had a better coach, then these things would not be happening. And they would at least look a little bit better. So when it comes to Victor with the Rockets, I don't know. I think it can work. But of course, they got to figure out the coaching situation and all that. But that would be a very talented roster if Victor was on the Houston Rockets. Next, we got the Charlotte Hornets. The other corner. And when you think of the Charlotte Hornets, you first talk about LaMelo Ball. He struggled to stay on the court this year due to injuries, mainly the ankle. And LaMelo Ball now is missing the whole year, of course, due to the ankle injury. But in 36 games, he averaged 23.3 points per game, 6.4 rebounds, and 8.4 assists, showing how talented of a player he is and how great of a player he can become. The first thing when I think of Lamel is his great playmaking and the reads that he can make the reads in transition the plays that he can make in the half court Lamel just makes some insane passes that I honestly don't know how he makes and he makes his teammates better now offensively he's a really good shot creator a good three-point shooter he can hit some ridiculously tough threes he has great range from three. Some people don't like him taking those deep threes. I'm personally fine with it. When we look at Damian Lillard and Steph Curry, of course, Lamelle will never be as efficient as those two. But since those two can hit from basically half court, that makes the defense have to pick them up immediately. And that's very important for Lamella. So when in transition, no one picks him up and Lamel's like five feet behind the three-point line and he takes it. I don't think that's a bad shot. If uh, the Hornets are running a high pick and roll and Lamelo's guy doesn't switch correctly, if the defense doesn't switch correctly and Lamelo gets an open three, that's a perfectly fine shot. Or maybe if the defense decides to go under the pick because it's so it's set so high and Lamelo takes a deep three, I don't think that's a really bad shot but where I want him to improve is his finishing he he has shown that he could be a creative finisher but finishing through contact that's what I want him to do better and I think he can become a mid-range scorer he really doesn't take much mid-range shots and isn't efficient from there I think he needs to be better there he has a nice floater too Lamelo is just a great talent they also have Mark Williams who since trading Mason Plumlee the young center has played 
played really good. He's rebounding the ball well, rolling to the rim well. He's a good rim protector. He's also versatile defensively because he can switch and move his feet decently well. I like what he's been doing and I think he's a good player. Anyway, speaking about that, their defense post All-Star break has been incredible. Steve Clifford has this young team bought in and they're putting in good effort defensively, being active, rotating, doing the little things like getting back in transition. They have one of the best transition defenses in the NBA. Anyways, PJ Washington's a good player. He can shoot threes, create off the dribble a little bit. He can defend. He's solid. Kelly Oubre is a vet. He had a solid year for the Hornets and I I think that he's a good vet to have for this team. Terry Rozier is probably the vet that they should have traded because he's not necessarily the greatest fit next to Lamel because Terry Rozier is not a good defender. Lamel Ball is not a good defender. You probably want more of a defender next to him. Gordon Hayward solid but he's always injured. Bryce McGowan's is their young guard that they got in the second round in the 2022 NBA draft and he has showed some promise both offensively he has a nice jump shot he can create off the dribble a little bit attack a closeout and defensively he has shown some good things a little inconsistent defensively Dennis Smith Jr. was a steal that they got in free agency he's been incredible attacking the basket making plays for teammates his jump shots iffy but the improvements he has made is defensively specifically his on-ball defense he was absolutely incredible defensively Anyways, as a team, the Charlotte Hornets have been building momentum. They beat the Mavericks twice. They also came back down against the Oklahoma City Thunder and won that game. They didn't have Mark Williams, Gordon Hayward. They basically really weren't healthy that game. Of course, Lamelo Ball wasn't playing, but he doesn't count because he's been out for a long time. They also didn't have Dennis Smith Jr. And P.J. Washington dropped 43 points. It was a really impressive win. Now, how I think Victor will fit with this team? Well, I like to fit defensively with him and Mark Williams. Williams and if Victor Wembanyama is a good on-ball defender and moves his feet well as a big I think we're going to witness Jared Allen and Evan Mobley 2.0 but maybe even better I don't know anyways offensively I I like it I like the pick and roll combo between LaMelo Ball and Victor Wembanyama because there's a lot you can do off that you can have Victor roll which would give LaMelo an easy driving lane because most pick and roll defenders as the big they're not gonna ha- they're not gonna help off Victor Wimbanyama I think so that can make the game easier for LaMelo Ball they can have Victor pop so you can get a wide open three off a of pick and pop but when it comes to creativity Steve Clifford yes he's a good coach I really like Steve Clifford he's not the most creative coach when it comes to offensive sets and all of that he's a little more old school he's known for 
his defense. They can definitely get creative with Victor. They can run like Spain pick and roll. Have Mark Williams set the screen and then Victor be the one who's setting the back screen. Victor can also move off the ball. He's very versatile that way. So maybe he can come off pin downs. Maybe he can come off a cross screen to get a post touch. He's also a good ball handler like we've talked about. So they can run inverted pick and rolls with him and Lamelo. Lamelo as the screener and that could be a good way to not only get Victor a good shot but can also get Lamelo open because if the defender decides to show and recover that gives Lamelo time to slip it and he can get enough space to get a good shot and there's many other things that they can do to maximize Lamelo and Victor's talents and to get good shots offensively the question is will Steve Clifford do those things and now we got the Detroit Pistons Jalen Durant trying to screen for Jaden Ivey Jaden against Carter to the baseline off the high glass hits it count that baby Similar to the Charlotte Hornets, they lost their young point guard due to an injury. And in 12 games, he averaged 19, 6, and 6. Not a good efficiency, 41.5% from the field and 279 from 3. When we look at what Cade does, he plays with really good pace, is always under control, makes good decisions. He's really good in the pick and roll, both as a playmaker and as a scorer, what needs to improve is obviously, of course, shooting 27.9% from three. He needs to be a better catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He can also be a better ISO scorer, but I think Cade is a really good player. And I'm definitely excited to see him play again next year. Now talking about their other young point guard that I like, Jaden Ivey, the fifth pick in the 2022 NBA draft. He is super athletic. He's tough to stop when he gets downhill. He's great finishing at the rim. And I like the improvements he has made to his game. And I think Cade being out, out helped him. Because now he runs the offense and he's the point guard of the team. So he's making better decisions. He still makes really bad decisions, sometimes struggles with turnovers. But I think he is improving as a playmaker and his jump shot has shown some progression. He's hitting some pull-up jump shots now. He's hitting his catch-and-shoot threes a little bit. He's just showing good progression for a young guard. Of course, he struggled to start off the season, but that's any young point guard besides John Morant. Young guards just struggle to start off their rookie year, and Jaden Ivey has totally picked it up. Now we got the Pistons' young center who has impressed everyone, Jalen Duren from Memphis. He is really good. He's an incredible rebounder. He's a great rim roller. His offensive game is a little underrated because I didn't think it was as good, 
but he's continuing to develop his touch around the rim. He's a solid passer for a center too. He's been good for them. I really like Jalen Duran, but right now they have Jalen Duran as the backup to James Wiseman, which is interesting that James Wiseman got the starting job so early. Dwayne Casey gave it to him over Jalen Duran, and James Wiseman, he's had good moments. I mean, he was a second overall pick for a reason. He has shown ability to score in the post, has a solid face-up game, can hit mid-range jumpers, but the problem is can he contribute to winning basketball, specifically defensively? He's really bad there. That's where Jalen Duran is way better than him, and that's what makes Jalen Duran impactful for a winning team is that he plays defense. James Wiseman just doesn't really know how to be impactful impactful on the defensive end he's not good there he's also not a good screen setter like Jalen Duran so right now Jalen Duran is the better player and should be starting but I think James Wiseman has shown some things he's had good performances as a piston so I hope that this shows that he can hopefully get rotational minutes. Hopefully he can be a good role player. Backup center can give you a couple solid possessions, can score a little bit for you. But when it comes to defense, that's just going to hold him back. They got Boyan Bogdanovich, veteran, who played incredibly well this year. Great three-point shooter. He can create off the pick and roll. He's just got a good IQ for the game. He's a solid player, and they want him to be a part of the rebuild. They could have traded him, but they decided not to. They got Marvin Bagley. He's like James Wiseman. He's not really impactful. He just puts up good stats. He's solid offensively, but defensively, that's where his game is really 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 lacking so how the pistons are going to utilize victor Wembenyama? i like a starting lineup of kate cunningham Jaden ivy boyan bogdanovich victor Wembenyama, and jalen duran now what they can run offensively they can do like double drag which is a double screen you would have kate cunningham as the ball handler then you would have Jaden Ivey as the first screener, then Victor Wembanyama as the second screener. So once Cade comes off both of those screens, then Victor would re-screen for Jaden Ivey to get Jaden Ivey an open look coming off a down screen. They can do something like that. Of course, they can do Spain pick and roll. Of course, they can just do simple pick and roll and then kick it to one of the players that's on the second side so they can attack a closeout, get to the paint, and try to make something happen, either collapse the defense and kick it to a wide-open teammate or just finish at the rim. Defensively, I like Victor Wembanyama and Jalen Duran together. Jaden Ivey needs to improve his defense. He's not good defensively. That's a big problem with his game. And now just thinking about it, if they can make the play in, it's going to have to do with their defense if they don't make it because they're a really bad defensive team. But I like what this team can do offensively, even though I don't like Dwayne Casey as a head coach because he's really not good at all lineups of course with the James Wiseman Jalen Duran shenanigans Jalen Duran should be starting offensively it's just basically 
basically simple pick and rolls. So I don't think he's been doing a good job. I really don't know how they can get an upgrade and how how they would replace him if they fired him. But I think Victor Wembanyama with those two guards, Cade and Jaden, with Bogdanovich, a great three-point shooter, with Jalen Duran, another great big. So you don't have to pressure him into playing the five. You can have him play the four. I think it can work out extremely well. So, of course, with the lottery, anything can happen. So, the worst three teams only have a 14% chance of getting the number one pick. So, it's not high. So, a team like Portland, who shut down Damian Lillard, shut down all their good players, except for Shaden Sharp, obviously, because they want to develop him and he's looking good. They can get him and that would be a pretty nasty duo and I think the hope that Blazers fans would need of course Dame is a one-man wrecking crew offensively all by himself because of how talented he is because of how unstoppable he is as a scorer and you add that with Victor Wimbanyama that will be fun to watch the Utah Jazz are really well coached with Will Hardy Lowry Markinen has been incredible Chris Dunn has also been a surprise for the Utah Jazz they have solid young talent they got good draft capital that would be a pretty good situation for Victor and they also hit a lot of threes and move the ball so that would be a good offensive system for Victor to be a part of the Orlando Magic that's just adding more to the young core Markel Fultz Franz Wagner, Paolo Bencaro, Wendell Carter Jr., Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony that would be pretty dangerous Another underrated fit is the Indiana Pacers and the reason why they're 12th is because Tyrese Halliburton missed a lot of time. He missed like 10 games and they went 1-9 and nine. but their offense, they moved the ball really well. Tyrese Halliburton has done an incredible job with that offense. They hit a bunch of threes. They got good young talent. Tyrese Halliburton and Victor Wembanyama. If Tyrese and Miles Turner have such a great two-man duo, then Tyrese and Victor, that's even more scary. And that will be so fun to watch. Anyways, when it comes to the teams that can get a lottery pick, I mean, what I mean is uh, the teams that have the best odds, I would say my... Favorite would be the Hornets because of LaMelo and Victor. That would be so fun to watch. They're so talented. That would be a great duo. I would really enjoy that. The the San Antonio Spurs for culture would also be a really good fit. Something that I personally would want to see. I think that would be awesome. Houston Rockets, they got talent, so maybe it works. You just got to figure out that coaching. That will do it for episode 5 of the Everything Hoops podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're ready for when Victor is in the league. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a good day.